we have another episode for you. Episode, do you know, episode 39. 39. 39. I, I feel like that's a significant number, but it's not, is it? Like, it every number is, is significant. We're, oh, yeah, yeah I know. I, I like, felt like there was, but I was thinking of 69. That's well, that's a different number altogether, Annie. <laughs> very different number. No, but I was thinking, so if we're in episode 39 now, so then when we get to next week, we're in episode 40, and then we've got 10 more, and then we're 50, we're halfway to 100. Yeah, we'll be in the 300s before you know it. Too bloody right, we will. Um, yeah, so I do get excited when I see the uh, going up to the next like category up in the numbers. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even think about that anymore. You know, like having to like break through, um, you know, when something just becomes so consistent and so ingrained that you just don't even question doing it. It's like, I know. you know, I don't even think about hitting milestones with it anymore. I'm just like, well, duh, I'm going to go on. And- Obviously. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what? Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I, just, I think it's great. And I do like to just celebrate successes. I'm looking for lots of wins. I'm, that's my thing, this whole, I told you about last week, about the 90 day thing and to focus on the things that I am doing really well because we always focus on the, we all don't, we talked about this last week, we always focus on the things that we, that tend to feel like we're failing or we're not doing great in. So I'm focusing on all the good things. But I'm I- on that vibe this week because do you know what's a cue for me to do that when I feel low in confidence oh, with yeah. anything? If I'm like, I do, I'm, my confidence has just dropped a little bit. I just, you know, when I feel that way, I make sure that I, that is one of the things that I'm doing, reflecting on what's going well, what is kind of like making me feel positive, what I do want to celebrate rather than dwelling on all of the things, you know, the tiny little things that are so disproportionate to like everything else that's going on. And it's those really tiny things that make you feel really low in confidence when actually you have this big, you know, overwhelming amount of evidence to be the opposite. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I think it's good. I think if we talk about it in our podcast every week, like maybe that's something we could do is actually pull up some of our wins from the past seven days and encourage other people to do it. Like when they're listening to it, they could be like, oh, actually, yeah, let's reflect. What what wins have I got? Um, and maybe when they're in the car or they're walking, they're like, oh, yeah, I did this. I I don't know. I ate some vegetables last week when mm-hmm. I really needed to, or I met my friend for coffee because that was really important to me. And she needs, you know what I mean? Like maybe we can encourage people to do it without actually them being here with us because we're in their ears. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, enough about <laughs> that. Um, we are talking today about holidays and how we navigated our holidays that we went on. <laughs> I feel like it was a long time ago now. Yeah last year yeah it was literally like two weeks ago it wasn't even that far away um and how we kind of like just go on holidays now with a completely different feeling to what we would have done two three four years ago mm-hmm. and how that looks yeah um and hopefully it will help you because I'm sure a lot of you have holidays planned and booked for the next six weeks of the summer holiday um, but this applies to like even like if you're not going abroad, like you can still probably implement these kinds of things in your everyday uh, life at home with the school with the kids and it being that dreaded mm-hmm. summer holiday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you know little occasions like barbecues and going out more and all yep. of those things. Exactly. So okay, let's talk then. Let's work. So what kind of like 
I suppose when you go on holiday, obviously, what is one of the things that you kind of feel that you do that is just like you said earlier on, that is literally just part of you now, and that's what you do when you're on holiday. It's not second thought. It's not like, oh gosh, I've got to do it this way, or X, Y, Z will happen. Um, I think nourishing my body. Mm-hmm. Like I always used to. I think I always used to go into holidays because I would have always dieted down for them or because I would always be you know preoccupied with how I look or my weight or what any of those things were doing or you know the fact that there was going to be more alcohol away and I was going to be eating more quote-unquote bad foods when I used to view foods in that way right or unhealthy I think now that's just it's not a thought of mine anymore um and okay, yeah, like, I understand that I'm in a, a more socially acceptable body, but I had to do a lot of work on my body image to still not feel like I had to go away on holiday and exercise every single day. Or, yeah. you know, all of those kind of habits that preoccupied most of my mind so that I wasn't actually thinking about enjoying myself, creating memories, um, being with my yeah. family then did you used to like think okay if I'm gonna go out for a meal and have like I don't know say three courses like you just like I want we're going out for a lavish meal or whatever with your family would you then in the back of your mind think I'm not going to really be able to do that until I've um hit so many steps or I've been to the gym and trained or I've done my cardio yeah. if you tick all yeah. of those three boxes then you could go and enjoy that meal yeah there was conditions on it you know um and that's tough because then you're still in the place of like well after that meal then you're thinking about the compensation the next day or something like that whereas now it's just so much more about well for starters I have all the strategies and the mindset and the relationship with food stuff in place where I don't view foods in that way anymore um my body image is in a much better place where it's not all about my body um and the way that that looks and it's not about my weight um and you know I'm so much more understanding of weight fluctuations in the way that your body is supposed to change and then that's completely fine and you know all all of those things as well but I'm just way more in tune with I think just how I want to feel and just living honestly it sounds so cringe but it's just living in the moment like what do I want to get from this holiday what like where do where do I want my energy focused it's Mm -hmm. in my relationship and in experiencing these things together and enjoying food and I think I'm just in the place now where you know eating regular meals that are satiating and fuel my body and support my health and meet the requirements that then support my eating behaviors later on like protein and you know, no food exclusion and stuff like that. They're just a second nature to me now. Um, But I do like, this isn't to say that if I was on a holiday where there was a buffet in place, that my behaviors would be any different. But I do really like being able to, you know, we were in a self-catered villa, right? So I like being able to say, yeah, we're going to get the hire car, go straight to Lidl Mm -hmm. and get this awesome shop and all these different meals that we can cook with. And I'm going to cook breakfast every day and you're going to cook dinner every day. And you just have these fresh ingredients and you're in a completely foreign little is just like a, like a new experience. <laughs> I know. <in> <laughs> I think have like nicer stuff than we do. Like, I don't know if anyone, this makes me laugh. I often think like, 
when people come come from France or something like that and come to our little do they think the same like they think oh this is a great experience like because I feel the same when I go abroad and I go to like a supermarket abroad I'm like I just love everything that's there and I think I wonder yeah. if that about ours they have a way bigger emphasis on fruit and veg like yeah. I feel like there's way more uh variety which I love because I'm like look at all these new things that I can cook with um the meat section is just beyond questionable like that's rogue and then there was no milk you just couldn't get milk in this little it was just nowhere unless it was just somewhere hidden I do not know unless there was a cow at the back that you had to go and milk yourself I do not know they had these this tiny section where the yogurts were with you know these bottles this bottled milk and like just tiny little bottles of milk and I was like that you that can't be right I mean it's fine because we drink soy milk anyway but I was just like, how bizarre. There's just no milk anywhere. Um, random. That was in Italy, yeah? That was in Italy. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, when I went to Italy last time, we were in, um, speaking of then, so you were talking about a villa. So the last time, not when I went away just now, but last year I went to Italy and it was, um, not, it was like half four, so we had breakfast. It was like half four, something like that. We had breakfast included. Yeah, yeah. But even like, again, very different. So when I've been to like, I don't know, Mallorca back in the day, sell, like um, a, a, a holiday complex thing and you go down for the breakfast buffet, it's very different. I think in whatever countries you go to, I don't know who they're catering for. So typically like in a, a, like a big complex place, like I don't feel the variety is exactly the same as when it's in a small little hotel. So in Italy, when we were there and like the breakfast was like, just, it was simple but amazing so they had like their kind of like sweet cakes that they have at breakfast they had like boiled eggs they had cold meats they had bread they had yogurt fresh fruit and stuff and again same as you like I don't even think twice now about like I didn't go straight to the cake for breakfast whereas three five six years ago that's probably exactly what I would have done I was like oh no I want I actually want my my tummy to feel like nice so it's like mm-hmm. yogurts fruit um eggs because eggs were there and like the cold meat and it, it's it is mad how that happens but again it's kind of like that feeling of I knew I wanted to feel um satisfied for the whole day especially like when we were in Italy and we were going around Rome I knew it was like it was quite full on and I was like I knew that those that the, the pastries were not going to give me what I needed to sustain what I had planned for the day so yeah. again nourished first and then I, we took the cakes and stuff and put them in like plate towels and whatever and had them like mid-morning as like mm-hmm. a little pick-me-up thing in the afternoons it's not like mm-hmm. it was like you can't have this it's just I thought no I, I know my body's going to thrive better if I have this and I'm going to be able to do the stuff I want to do yeah I think when you're so used to living in diet rules and diet culture where all of your autonomy and you know everything is just kind of given to restriction and rules and not actually tuning into how you want to feel or anything like that. It's all about weight, right? Exactly. It's it completely blurs lines, and you forget, like you forget that the, the, there can actually be a place where you do just want to put these foods in your body, and that's not, you know, from a place of exclusion and I can't have that and that's bad for me and that's unhealthy. It is literally just tapping into how you want to feel. I've got a client going away to. New York for two weeks now um and we were talking she was like you know what 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 should I do should I change anything I was like no I was like how do you want to like 
she because she was kind of after how should I eat you know tell me yeah, what I need to do differently and yeah. I was like a lot of the time I think we really just want to overcomplicate going away Definitely. because I think we're so used to going away and binging or going away and um just being all well, out coming back all, feeling yeah exactly that you've got to eat it all there and then because when you come exactly. home you're back you to can't have it. rations you can't yeah, have yeah. anything so then again it ties into that whole well I'm away so I've got to do this but because when I come home I can't have any of that nice stuff anymore yeah yeah precisely and actually what we've only been working together for three weeks right but one of the first things I said to her because she said can I still have my hot chocolate and I was like there is nothing in our coaching relationship that you cannot have there is nothing in fat loss that you cannot have and she was over the moon right because she's so used to going into a diet or something super restrictive and being like I can't have these things and so she went away you know the other week um just for a weekend and it's an environment where she's used to indulging and she's used to binging and she came back she was like I didn't binge once and I was like that's because we've completely flipped the mindset here and we've completely changed the strategy that you're used to and And actually you know these things in a a very short frame of time right um, but she knew when coming in, she knew that it was, um, she had a lot of all or nothing thinking and she knew it was mindset that was driving her binges um, and the way yeah. she was approaching food. So she knew that's one thing that we had to come in and change, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, and you know, when you realize that you can actually have those things at any time and it doesn't impact, like it doesn't make you feel shameful or, or anything like that. There's no rules attached to it. You haven't broken any rules you realize you can have those whenever you want, but you would actually just rather feel the way you want to feel. So I said, stop overcomplicating going to New York. I was like, how do you want to feel when you're there? Mm. You know, how do you want to feel just day to day? And how do you want to feel after a meal? You know, and she was like, really just reeling off all of these things. Like, I don't want to feel, or, or I was kind of saying, you know, how do you usually feel when you eat the way you don't want to eat, Right. And she was like, well, usually I get really hangry because I've, I've picked on, you know, bits and then I'm snapping at people mm-hmm. and she's there with her whole family. So she doesn't want to be rageful and hangry. And yeah. I was like, okay, cool. So what habits are going to support that? How is your eating going to support that? And then naturally it's like, well, obviously now I need satiating foods and a wholesome breakfast and I need to feel fuller um, and not be, you know, consuming really, really high amounts of calories on things that fill me up for about, 30 minutes right um okay what else oh I don't want to feel uncomfortable after a meal to the point where I feel sick and I just you know well you just don't even enjoy that meal then it takes the whatever enjoyment you did have from that meal completely away from it because you're you then feel like horrible because you you go and you're like you'd be sweating and all sorts could be going <laughs> but it's that it is like yes funny enough then so yesterday we went out for a, a really lavish meal after Kai's graduation and we were like it was it was incredible and we had three courses and but it, oh, it looked so good it, it looks so really good. nice and then I I ordered this burger which was just like insane and mm. but I I know now that again completely different headspace I was getting full and I've, I've eaten beyond fullness again something that I'm okay with now but I knew there was a point. I was like, if I eat any more of this, I'm not going to, I'm going to feel awful. I'm going to hit that like, oh, feeling. And it's going to take that whole enjoyment away from this meal that I've just absolutely loved. Um, so I left like a quarter of the burger and I was like, that's fine. And what that then also allowed me to do was actually have a pudding without getting to that place of now I feel like I'm going to throw up because I've literally just completely stuffed myself silly because I 
I'm so used to doing that. But again, yeah. again it's that it's but it, those transitions, they like I think, like you said, so I've a similar I've got a client who has just signed up knowing she needs to work on her mindset around food. And because she's coming knowing this, which is great, because then you're like, she's really receptive to, oh, okay, okay, well, this is what I need to implement. Okay, well, that's great. Again, mm-hmm. similar. I told her to have a roast dinner this Sunday. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, and she was yeah. like, oh my gosh, I didn't overeat in the afternoon. I didn't snack on anything. And again, just because she allows herself to do something that she never thought she could do. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, I get really excited by stuff like that, especially when it happens really on in coaching. But I think it's like you said, they come into it knowing this is what I want. And then you're already at that point of change. I think I'm, I'm, I'm listening and taking on board what we're saying and implementing it, mm-hmm. um, which is really exciting. But going back to like food and holidays and not restricting, I think that it is a, a lot to do with how you want to feel and what you don't want to give up. Like what memories do you want to remember your holiday for? Um, mm-hmm. but, yeah. um, you know it's not easy but I think that you can start you can always start by like going away and thinking well even if you just think of this one thing okay I want to nourish myself first before I go in to the big bag of crisps at like for breakfast I think well do you know what maybe I'll have some eggs and then I'll open the crisps and start having a lager by the pool or whatever it is you're going to be doing Mm. um and just think yeah nourish first and then see what happens from that like maybe the crisps get pushed later on because actually you're, you're quite full and you don't need them. So then you're not just doing those things out of habit. And, you know, when we were in Portugal, again, villa set up. And I love, I do like those kinds of like where you can go shopping and you can kind of like just explore their foods and, and the, all the freshness of stuff. But it's like, you know, the, we had crisps and I think I was having an Aperol by like 11 o'clock most days. But I, breakfast was the same. It was like yogurt, fruit, like just colours, loads of colours. And then the crisps came out, but I wasn't, I didn't need a whole bag of them. I could just have a handful of them with my apple and be quite content and happy. Um, so I think it's very much down to, like you said, it's about a feeling that you want to feel and not, I suppose, dreading all the cardio, the training, what you've mm. got to do afterwards to make it okay. And I'm saying that with quotes, patient thingies. Mm. Um, but how did you then, I guess, going from, and I know this is obviously years and years of work, but what would your point be to girls or women that do tend to worry so much about whether they've done their training, their cardio, their steps before they can go out and enjoy that meal and then being preoccupied with what they've got to do the next day to make up for it? Where do you start with that? I, I think for me, it was like, how much of, my holiday how much of my energy how much of my thought space is going to this Mm. you know how does it make me feel when I have all these rules and these rigidities and things that I feel like I have to do in order to enjoy my food or whatever um makes me feel like not very free (laughs) like it makes me feel tied to something it makes me feel guilty it makes me feel shame it makes me feel you know, like I'm not in control of, this is going to sound so weird, but like my my own decisions because there's something else dictating this for me. And one of my values is freedom. Mm. And I think that's what clicked for me. I was like, well, I don't feel very free doing this because, you know, that this is not what freedom is for me. Freedom is 
being able to, and, and so many things that actually it did impact on when it came to my values, like quality time with my family, um, because I was always off, you know, they would be like, we're going for curry at this place, you know, what are you doing for dinner? Because we, you know, we were all quite chill. I think this was a few years ago when my, uh, like my mom, my auntie, cousins, all the way together. It was just the girls, right? Um, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to go to my, to that vegan place and have something healthy. And it was kind of like, because I'm the healthy one, right? And it, you, you know, and I think that's it as well, right? Identity, yeah. you know, identifying with being the healthy one. And I think that's also because that's all I was ever praised for, right? look at Annie's body, you know, oh, I wish I could be like that. I w-. And then that became the only thing I was ever praised for. So the only thing I ever feel like I got my worth from. Um, so there's probably like loads of stuff there. I think, I think it was just mainly how much of my brain space and how much of my time am I giving up to do these things and think about these things. And do I enjoy any of it? If I removed all of these conditions, would I actually go yeah. and train by the beach you know um no I wouldn't yeah. and it's like you know what what do I want to fill my time with instead and then it was kind of like breaking down it was like reverse engineering how do I get to that place yeah and that's um, definitely really difficult to get like to to all of it you don't just go away on holiday or maybe you did actually did you just go away on holiday and be like right I'm not gonna I'm gonna eat what what I, I'm gonna nourish my body because obviously that's a value of yours and, and you enjoy eating those types of food but then like how do you then go from the girl that would be preoccupied with okay we had a three-course meal now I need to get up tomorrow and do the steps do the the cardio uh, to, to kind of like compensate from that like how do you stop how did you stop that um what just like stop the action yeah. I think I just went I would like to say I went cold turkey but I don't think I did I think it was once I'd found CrossFit and I think once I'd found a way of training, a way of moving my body, a way of fueling my body that had absolutely nothing to do with the way my body looked. Okay. And it was like, oh, there's something out. There is another way. Yeah. You know, there's something that actually drives these habits, which isn't an obsession with having to fit some sort of perfect mold or perfect body um, that actually makes me feel really empowered um, where there's no mirrors in the gym, where nobody is talking about your weight, where nobody gives a shit, where people only care about, you the know, how much you're, yeah, the weight <laughs> on the bar, the weight on the iron, like where people praise you for just getting up and doing something that you didn't, you've never done before. Mm. Like where people are praised that there's no competition. I mean, there was obviously you can go down the competitive room, yeah. right? but you know, that was just the space I was in at the beginning. And it was like, it was very freeing. And then I became a lot more health conscious. I think some of it is education as well, right? Like, um, I think because when you're tied down to diet culture and weight all the time, it's like, you forget that steps are there to kind of improve your health. That, you know, when you're learning like, oh, you know, 8,000 steps a day actually helps you yeah. live a longer life yeah. that helps you with multiple health outcomes. I was like, well, I care way more about that than I do about sustaining it you know whatever however many kilos it was on the on the scale yeah um I care way more about all of these things than and I think it was asking myself what does a number mean to me what does the number that I was always trying to strive to keep or get back to what does that mean to me literally shit all 
you know it 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 literally didn't mean at once I actually kind of obviously got through all of the beliefs I did have about it actually in the end it was all just made up it wasn't coming from me at all it was coming from and maybe the environment you're in and the the places that you those things you put on yourself like you said like having to, to be in this body that people would praise and be like oh my gosh you look amazing and all of those kinds of things then it kind of like ties in with well I look like that because I do xyz because I weigh measure and cook all my food because I do this and uh, yeah obviously like a lot of it does come from things like that but you can do it in a way that isn't in a controlled way can't you and you can I, yeah I think that's the interesting thing as well because obviously it, it's weird I was having this thought the other day I was like obviously I know that doing these things also helps me maintain a healthy weight like yeah. a healthful weight for me right yeah. it and I was like that, that that's weird it's, but, but that's not the the reason why I'm doing it but it kind of is it's the reason why I would it's it's part of the reason but it's a lot and I think it was allowing myself for it to be part of the reason because I think you can also fall into that trap where it's like well you shouldn't be doing you shouldn't be putting any effort into weight or you know any because I think there's that big narrative at the minute and it's like well no you do I I agree I totally agree with this you can't go completely off the spectrum and don't give a don't even think about anything but you need again, because we're all about the balance, you've got to find the balance of like, not caring in, I say caring with inverted commas here, but not caring enough that it ruins your holiday for a week where you go and you take it for what it is, you look at the bigger picture and you're, you're logical with it going, it's a week, I still want to hit a decent amount of steps without having to clock your watch and what it's doing. But you know, just being generally active, of doing whatever it is you're doing. Um, because that is a health thing of mine. And I and I want that where instead of it being I'm only doing this because if I don't, I'm going to lose the body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But again, yeah. flipping the kind of like that thinking around it, that it doesn't have to be, but like you said, and still like, I'm the same. I still, I'm still very conscious about like what I put in my body, how much I'm eating, because I don't want to, for me, I don't want to be in a larger body again, because I wasn't as fit and as healthy as I was. And that health is a big value of mine. Um, but having the, like you said, the freedom around it to be able to go away, enjoy food, but again, making choices that are aligned with health. I'm still in that bubble of what's the word, um, being conscious about what I'm doing. I'm making informed choices, but not because I'm like, shit, if I don't do this X, Y, Z, if I don't bloody hit 10 K steps and you know, whatever else when I'm on holiday, then it's because my body's going to become a complete shambles when I come home it's 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 that on that thinking of it isn't it Mm, and I think that fear and that it's that fear that drives this obsession over having control over these things like having to control yourself having to hit numbers having to be excessive so excessive with stuff um and actually you realize that the total opposite not going completely opposite way of the spectrum but being way more relaxed about it thinking about your health thinking about being conscious and mindful as opposed to just like creating rules for yourself it makes it so much easier to well you start to relax to do the things that you were doing yeah like you start to see that things don't change like you don't need to weigh your food like all the time if you know what you're a plate of like I don't know say you have a jack potato a tuna mayo and salad every single day like if you had that on holiday it's the same as when you're at home (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. nothing changes so again it's not having to like or you have like, I don't know, thinking tuna niswa salad, like with all the lovely bits and you have it with bread instead of a jacket potato. It's it's the same kind of meal, 
but you don't have to be obsessive over it and going, oh, well, you know, how many calories was in that? Oh, should I put the butter on my bread? And all of those little things, you know, oh, you know, shouldn't I, I had a couple of chips with that because there was some on the table and I, and I took some, like, oh my gosh. What? And it's those kinds of thinking that I think that in the nicest possible way, screw people up because you're, you're too, you're too obsessive over it instead of, like I said, taking a step back and, and looking at what do you want this holiday to mean in the grand scheme of things while still having that wholesomeness around you, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. But again, again, it goes down to a bit of values and like maybe, and if our, we've both got similar values and then health is a big one for both of us. So then that doesn't feel such a hard thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that. Well, I feel that was a bit of a Q&A. I gave you, I gave you a Q&A on your holiday. Maybe we should do what your happened? holiday next week. <laughs> Yeah, we can do mine next time. But it's similar to yours. It's just like, obviously, but I'm coming from the other point of view. And again, which is why I find this fascinating. Like, so I was in the larger body. And like, not like, um, again, it wasn't like, because I'm only five foot. So when I was like three stone heavier, it looked like I, it, I carried it well because it went all over. But I was still like in a, I was still in my eyes big for me. And I felt heavy and I, and I felt that I, I was uncomfortable. Um. So again, it came from a different point of view. Like I would go on holiday because, and I would hate getting in a bikini and I would hate being like exposed to any kind of like half nakedness because I'd be so conscious about what I looked like. And then I'd feel so sad. I would then go and eat. Yeah. So coming from that. And then it was always the food that I sh quote unquote shouldn't be eating because it was just fueling that, that whole situation. But again, just it's, yeah. But we can talk about that next time. We can do one of those. Yeah, that's. I'll cue, I'll quiz you next week. <laughs> but I think it's fascinating. I just love hearing different points of view on holidays, how we manage, but how we both come full circle and, and treat holidays in a very similar way now, mm -hmm. which I think is, is lovely. And that's our mission is to do that for as many. Can we go on holiday together next year. Yeah, definitely. I'm yeah. coming to Wales, aren't I? You are. You're going to come and do some walks with me around here. Um, but that's our mission, isn't it? To help as many women feel good in themselves in mm -hmm. a wholesome way um but anyway that's us for this week so this is your part now you know this is your bit where you come in you always say this and I'm just, I'm just yeah, what, what do I do <laughs> um so yeah if you found this at all helpful then please do drop us a rating if you're on apple or spotify just hit the little star and give us a cheeky five um <laughs> you know share this to your instagram stories share this with your friends if you feel like they might benefit um and please don't hesitate to just tell us what you want to hear on this podcast you know we're happy to break down absolutely anything we love hearing from you um so yeah that's it from us this week and we shall see you next week great fabulous and bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.